0: All right, guys, I want to talk to you about something. I want to talk about contentment. And I know, I know, I know this is not typically a popular topic, but I really encourage you not to turn me off right now. I really want to tell you about how learning how to be content has really changed my life and also what the contentment challenge is and how I was able to do that with a chronic illness. And I'm so excited to share this with you. So let's check our hearts and talk about contentment. Hey friends, I'm Cassie and I'm a married Spoonie who lives the chronic illness life. Here each week, I'll challenge you to live intentionally and authentically where every spoon you use has a purpose, and every step you take matters. Welcome to Chronically Cultivating. Now, I don't know about you, but I've always struggled with contentment. And I think it's something that, like, not even related to a chronic illness, that we all struggle with, because... Our world is constantly throwing all of these things that we quote unquote need or that will make our life better or more purposeful. And there are just so many things that get thrown at us, right? And as people, I think we've come to almost neglect contentment in a way because we're so busy filling contentment with physical things. And so when I had looked online and one of my online mentors, so when I say online mentors, they aren't necessarily people that know me and personally mentor me. So I do have a personal mentor who I love and we meet a couple times a month and we're constantly in communication And that is so life-giving. But I also have people online through social media or authors that I look up to and I consider online mentors, even if they've never met me or don't even know that I exist. (laughs) And one of those people is Laura Casey, who runs um, Cultivate What Matters. And when I was going through my 2019 power sheet prep work, um, which is an intentional planner that you can go onto my blog and I write about it literally at least once or twice a month. Um, but I was going through my power sheets and I was working on my 2019 goals and Laura had shared her goals. And one of the things she put in there was a no spend year. And that really took me by surprise And I just was so intrigued. I was like, I've got to find out more about this no-spend year. And she was basing it off of Nancy Ray's um, contentment challenge. And so then, of course, I started digging deeper, and she was doing a really extended contentment challenge. But it sparked me to go, well, what is the contentment challenge? And so this is exactly... um, how Nancy Ray puts it on her blog she says i will give up shopping for clothes accessories household decor and stuff for 3 months to focus my heart and mind on the root of true contentment i will actively pursue fulfilling activities that will replace my addiction to material things now you know Jared and i we we constantly bicker about well actually i wouldn't say constantly we we used to bicker a lot and still occasionally do about what's a want and what's a need because he and I have very different ideas and most couples have this conversation often. And as we were heading into 2019, I was really just focusing on what I wanted my goals to be and not being able to work and, you know, having Jared bring in our income I really wanted to be more respectful of that and I was trying to figure out the best way to do it. So when I had been looking at Lara's 2019 goals and starting to look at this contentment challenge, it started really stirring in my heart in a very deep way and I just felt God saying like, this is what you need to do. And... I was kind of reluctant to the idea at first. I knew that it was something that I, that would be really good for me, but I love spending money. (laughs) Let's be real. Right. And, you know, but as I continued to process and think on it and do more research on the contentment challenge and understanding the guidelines, I realized that this wouldn't just be a way for me to curb my spending. This would be a way for me to honor Jared and honor my husband as the leader of our household. And that is so important to me to make sure that he knows that I respect him and how hard he works for us. So, I dug in. So I'm going to share with you the guidelines for the contentment challenge. The guidelines were that 10 days before the challenge, you really prepare your heart, organize your closet and make any necessary purchases that you need for those months. Now to be super clear though, this is not a last minute shopping spree where you can like spend a blow out of money. Um, you really need to prioritize, so I I think the things that I bought, knowing the contentment challenge was coming, um, was I got another Write the Word journal, which is a devotional that I do daily because I knew that mine was going to run out um, right at the end of the challenge, so I knew that I needed that devotional. I'm trying to think. I, I think I bought a couple... Pieces of clothing, like undergarments and those kind of things. I know I got extra socks, but I really didn't spend a lot. I mean, I'm trying to think, and I, I pretty much because we had also just had Christmas and all those sorts of things. So we had just been given a lot. So there wasn't a lot that I really desired or needed at the time. So the only, yeah, the only things I can think of where I got my devotional and I, I kind of just stocked up on some necessary pieces of clothing and that was it. So for me, that was my preparation. So I didn't buy a thousand things. I just focused on that. Um, then the next, um, guideline is to choose one to three inspiring books to read during this time and I'm not a huge reader I like to read um but I definitely it's not my like favorite thing to do so I chose to focus on the book Cultivate by Lara Casey, which I had already read a couple times, but I was going to be leading a Bible study on it during this contentment challenge. So I wanted to be really fresh and have it, you know, right in my mind. And I also did a couple different, um, devotionals on the Bible app every day. And that was kind of, um, how I moved things around. And that was really my reading. And, you know, another guideline is, like, gifts are okay. So if somebody gifts you something, you don't have to say, oh, no, I can't accept that because I'm on the contentment challenge. Like, you know, it's the point of the challenge is not to be rude, but to learn more about ourselves and how God created us. And necessities are also okay. So... For instance, you know, if you drop and break your phone, you need to replace your phone. You know, if you lose your glasses, you need to get a new pair. Um, You just can't start justifying new purchases for items you already have. Like she gives the example, I really need this bathing suit, even though I have eight in my closet already. So no, you don't need another bathing suit. So that is kind of where you draw that line. And then food, obviously you buy food. Um, We chose, Jared and I, while I was going through the contentment challenge to go on one date um, out to dinner or take out if I wasn't feeling well enough to go out once a month. But we pretty much did all our food at home during that time. And as far as finding a hobby to actively pursue, I chose hand lettering. And the way that I did that was not by buying a hand lettering book. I downloaded a bunch of different templates on my iPad and I was just, I learned to hand letter, excuse me, through my iPad. So that was a free way for me to do that. I also could have Oh, I'm so sorry. My voice is just not working with me. Um, I also could have chosen to print out these different um, documents and things and practice by hand. So that was pretty much how I prepared. And the other thing that I did is I looked up the definition of contentment because I wanted to really understand And so the definition of contentment is a state of happiness and satisfaction. That's, that's a tall order in my mind. And so then I looked up though, the biblical definition and the biblical definition is after accepting Christ, it's having faith that in him, you will have all that you need. And that just hit me so hard because this challenge was going to become more than just not spending. It was going to become an act of faith to go, okay, God, I know that you're going to provide and give me everything that I need to be sustained. And we talk about that verse in 2 Corinthians twelve, nine through ten, it says, And he has said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in your weakness. Therefore I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why for Christ's sake I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, and in difficulties, for when I am weak, then I am strong. And I want to just pull out something really important. So when it says, I delight in weaknesses, and it goes through that whole list, the, another translation says, I am well content in weaknesses. And I just found that so powerful because it goes back to that biblical definition that you're going to have faith that if we are seeking him and with him, we will have all that we need and we will be well content in whatever circumstance we're placed in. And this was a really trying time for Jared and I. Um, it had been about nine months of me being in and out of the hospital for infusions um, a couple times a week. And I had to be admitted for all of them. It was just, we were tired, we were exhausted, and we were not content. And it was a real struggle. And my team was going back and forth on, is this the right time to start home care? And all those different big decisions that needed to be made. And they weren't decisions that we wanted or anyone should want to be taken lightly. So we were definitely struggling with contentment. And you know, that was a big part of this too, is I was really curious with this contentment challenge if this would help me be more grateful for the circumstances I'm in, or as it says in Second Corinthians, you know, I am well content in weaknesses and in hardships, and will this transform my spirit more than just being a no-spend challenge? So that was something that we really were curious to see as we went through i mean man the first couple weeks were brutal and i say that because i had no idea how addicted to amazon i was until i couldn't just purchase this or purchase that just on a whim that was definitely really hard i mean i hardcore struggled for the first month. And I will wholeheartedly admit that I literally asked Jared a couple times. I'm like, could you gift me X, Y, Z? And he was like, Cassie that, no, that is not how this works. And, um, cause I was weak. It was hard, but I did not spend anything. And, you know, in this time where my team, like we knew that during this, Time of the contentment challenge my team might decide to move forward and transition to home care and so we knew that there may be some added expenses and that ended up being the case about four or five weeks into the contentment challenge we were told with one week's notice all right you're gonna have surgery and then home care starts so it was just like, oh my gosh, okay. And there were certain purchases we had to make that were things that we needed to make my life easier or to have medical organizers and things of that nature. So the only couple things got were like, I got a zippered shirt so that we could access my port easily without me having to like, be more exposed than necessary. Um, we got a medical cart to help us just have a place for all the supplies because there are so many and we were already struggling. We had a smaller organizer for all the medical stuff and we have a separate medical closet upstairs, but that's a whole other thing. Um, (laughs) so we were, we needed stuff though, where we could just act just access anything from my port easily and quickly and efficiently and neatly downstairs so we bought a med cart and you know that was that was pretty much it we really we bought some new ice packs I'm pretty sure for after the procedure cuz we knew I would need to be icing a lot we'd just gotten rid of a bunch of old ones so those were like the things that we had to do and of course we made sure we were paying for all my medications. Um, Anything that I needed medically was not something that we just skipped out on during this challenge. We made sure that that would not happen because that would not have been safe. Um, So by the time we got into probably through the second month, um, it really was getting easier. I wasn't jumping to spend things on Amazon like I was the first, um, month. The first month I made a wish list on Amazon so that I could just keep adding to it because it was, like, window shopping for me, and that helped keep me sane, but slowly like that stopped and i really just started to use what i had when i needed something i would start to think of well what do I, what do we have in the attic or what can i repurpose and that was huge that just mindset shift was massive and then it started to get a little easier And we also, because we had been in just so much, I guess, confusion when we were going in the hospital a couple times a week and all just the stress and the anxiety and the time and the money and the energy, like all the things, right, that that was taking out of us, we really just felt so much relief when I started receiving home care. And of course, like that wasn't ideal. We wish I didn't need home care at all, but we're so grateful for that. So I think that was something that was so special to me that the Lord had shown his faithfulness so greatly. And, you know, it happened after Jared and I had had a conversation literally one week before we got the call that we were going to be transitioning to home care. We were in the hospital and I was super crabby and having a miserable time. And I looked at Jared and I said, you know what? I need to stop with my attitude right now because I am fortunate to even get the health care that I get. So you know what? Whether we start home care or they want to continue having me in the hospital being closely monitored, I'm gonna be grateful for that because some people don't have this kind of health care. And I think... That came out of this contentment challenge of just starting to really be grateful for what I have, and I just, I just personally thought it was so cool that a week after I finally like let it go and said, "Okay, God, I'm going to be content in this circumstance," and I part of me thinks He was waiting for that. He was waiting for me to say, "All right, I I am grateful just to get the care that I receive," and then He was like. Yep, she's got it. She understands it now. Now the lesson has been learned. Let's move on. I don't know if that's how God works, but in my brain, that's what kind of happened. (laughs) Um, So, you know, it just changed everything. I will say when the contentment challenge ended, I really kept with it, I would say, for another month, and then slowly started increasing in what I was buying, and most of it was replacements for things, but there were definitely purchases that I made that would not classify necessarily as needs, I would say. Um, Like, we got new flowers for springtime and like succulents and because I couldn't hide my greasy hair in hats anymore because it was getting too warm because I can only shower once a week with a port and dry shampoo only goes so far. Um, I got some new headbands that were thicker, um, just those kind of things. But I started also getting some clothes and it all just slowly adds up. And Recently, within the past month, when we were switching out our winter to summer clothes, I realized how many clothes I actually have. So I don't typically do a lot of the laundry. Jared does most of it, and that's just kind of how we've done it. And we got really behind on laundry and, like, massively, absurdly, behind on laundry. And I had actually had energy on my birthday. And I said, I really want us to tackle the laundry for my birthday. And so we just spent time working on it. And I saw all the clothes I had. And I was like, I don't need any more clothes. And it was just another way that I, I'm i now choosing contentment and saying, okay, if I even get and am gifted another item of clothing, I need to get rid of something. And I donated a bunch of clothes, but I say all of this to say that the contentment challenge completely changed my life. And I'm working really hard now that I've spent birthday money and those kind of things to not spend any more and really focus in on, you know, being content with what I have. And I think that's really important. So if you're thinking, well, how can I be more content? How can I do this? Well, I have a list of ways that you can do this, and in my my mind, there are ways to check your heart. I don't know if you know of John Christ. He's my favorite comedian, but he always talks about checking your heart. So here are some different ways that we can check our heart for contentment. You can do the contentment challenge. That would be awesome. I totally cheer you on. I am 110% going to do it again. I'm adapting it differently right now. So the way that I'm doing things now is anytime I want to buy something, I wait 10 days. And if I still truly need it and Jared okays it in 10 days, then I can buy it. Now, I, Jared does not make me check in with him. I want to be very clear. I don't want people thinking that he is controlling or anything of that nature. I need the accountability, so I asked him to approve the purchases that I make. So I just want that really clear. Um, Outside of things that we have to replace, um, like necessities that we have to replace, like soap and... All, like, just those kind of things I don't check in with, but just the things that are borderline crossing between a want and a need. Um, The other way that I'm adapting the contentment challenge this upcoming year is I'm going to do every other month, I think. Not totally sure yet, but that's what I have, I think, in the works. Um, Going through your clothes is another thing. I mean... That's huge. I have a friend who has been encouraging me to do this challenge where you only have like a certain amount of clothing and you store the rest of your clothing away. And if you're able to live with just that clothing, you get rid of all the other clothes. And she really loved it. I'm not there yet, (laughs) but I have donated a lot of clothes. So I would encourage you to really go through all of your clothes before you buy more clothes. And declutter, that was huge for Jared and I. So when we moved in last year after we got married, we just had so much stuff to go through. And between all the medical things and all of that, we actually finished officially decluttering every single box and like storing everything appropriately the day before our one year anniversary of moving in (laughs) to the house. So that, that was just kind of awesome for us. Um, but we found so many things that we could repurpose or gift, and donate. So that was huge. So I encourage you to declutter, take it little by little. It took us a whole year and we still now monthly need to declutter. So I understand it is a challenge and I don't have kids. So that also, you know, makes my life easier. Um, another way that you can, um, really help, check in on your expenses is to ask your spouse to approve your purchases. And as I said, that was never something that Jared said I had to do. He didn't even have the idea. It was me saying, I need that accountability. I need somebody who can help me rein it in. So, you know, absolutely, if you feel comfortable with that, I would do that. Um, Another thing that I do is if I'm purchasing something that's not a necessity, I actually tally it, um, in the back sheet page of my power sheets. So I'm kind of keeping a running tab of how many things I buy that I'm not replacing. And it's money. Like if even if it's just birthday money or other things like that, I'm, I'm writing those things down so that I can look back and really go, what did I really need all of that? And another thing that's really great to get started regardless of whether you want to do some extreme contentment work or start little by little is have a gratitude journal. Um, I know in my write the word space in my devotional, it gives me a space to write what I'm grateful for every day. And my planner also has a gratitude box for the end of the day. And I just think that's so important because when we focus on what we have, and not on what we don't have. There's so much peace and comfort in that. Um, On days when I'm really not feeling grateful and I'm kind of having a pity party, I like to challenge myself to write down every good thing that I have going on in my life or just in life in general. It could be like the sun shining or my plants growing or spending time with Foxy, you know, whatever it is. And that's just another way. So I challenge you to really think about how you can cultivate contentment in your life because it's not the same for everybody. I know some people who have tried the contentment challenge and said that was a disaster and really didn't help my heart. And that's okay. And they do other things and, you know, we're all different and that's the beauty of it. But I definitely would say if you're thinking about this, pray on it. Really, really pray on it for a good couple weeks. Talk about it with your spouse or a significant other or, you mentor in your life, friend, whatever it is, really talk this through, think about it, write down, like, what's going to be happening in the next three months, and what you're going to need for yourself that, you know, you don't, you're not going to be able to buy during that time. And, you know, it is okay, if you have setbacks, learning how to be content is really, really, really hard. But I think on Psalm 3410, where, you know, it says, those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. And the more time that I spend in the word, the more time that I spend focusing on him, I realize that I have so, 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 so much. And I am going to be excited for that. And every day work hard to choose contentment and I'm not perfect and I'm not going to every day, whether it be a situation or with a material thing, but I'm going to try and I'm going to do my best. And that's all that God asks of us is that we do our best and we repent when we have done wrong and we learn from our mistakes. So I hope that this encouraged you. I hope that you are able to think about contentment in a new way and please feel free to look up the contentment challenge. There's tons of stuff on, um, Nancy Ray's page. There's, I'm pretty sure I've got a blog post on the contentment challenge. So definitely look into it, prepare your heart and, Figure out how God wants you to learn contentment. And remember, those who seek the Lord lack no good thing.